Welcome to Royal Rebounds TV with Calvin and Barry. Just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stand. For laid back conversations about the Kings, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the Kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. Yeah. What's up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, a Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans by fans. The Kings lose tonight 131-115 to the New York Knicks, and Julius Randle scores more than De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis combined. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to smash that like button, and if you would like to join the Royal family with Calvin, Vinny, and I, hit that subscribe button before the shot clock expires. Your very own Sacramento Kings paper bags will be available on the Royal Rebounds website soon. Go Sacks! <laughs> if you're listening via your favorite podcast platform, we would appreciate a five-star rating. And if you would like to be a part of the show, you can always join us live after every game on YouTube. We'll be right back with your Kings nightcap. We're here, we're drinking beers, and we're talking about your Sacramento Kings. Mm. Oh man, that was I got tough. a 15%er tonight, Barry. Yeah, I, I got that's, a couple beers. You at. can see I've been having a good time here. Uh, that's rough, man. I've never worn a bag on my face before, and I hope to never do it again. But uh, that's yeah, how I'm I, feeling right now. I don't know right how now. anybody has to do that or does that for an entire game. Like that? That would have been tough. Yeah, we need to, uh, I guess, get a better eye hole, hole cutter guy. Get him on the <laughs> payroll here because I can only see. pretty good for a last minute. <laughs> <laughs> throw together there what's up everybody welcome in what's up to everybody here in the chat i see mike bruce brian xavier ramon alex trevor felipe welcome welcome guys sean welcome everybody unfortunately the kings do lose tonight 131 115 to the new york knicks calvin i don't know if i'm more mad at the kings or if i'm mad at myself for thinking that the kings actually had a chance in this game i'm with you i actually I didn't think they had a chance. I thought that I thought this game was over at <laughs> halftime. I really did. And it was over. Just not the way that I expected it to be. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous game. And you know, just to give you a little insight here as to coming into this game, the Knicks were 4 and 17 in their last 21 games. They've been playing absolutely horrible. Yep. They lost a buzzer beater to the Suns on Friday, then they end up beating the Lakers, Clippers. Or sorry, the Clippers. Clippers. And then they end up beating the Kings tonight, fueled by some amazing three-point shooting in the second half. And uh, they just outscored the Kings. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to some degree, what are you going to do, right? Julius Randle is shooting like 20-something percent from three on the season. Shot at 41% from three last year. But yeah. this year, he's he's just been all over the map shooting-wise. He couldn't miss in that second half. You might want to make him put the ball on the floor at some point. <laughs> How many step back to the left threes did the guy take? That was his only move, and he, he was not contested on any of them. So just uh, I'm at a loss for words, man. I really am. Like The Kings absolutely had such a great game plan to start this game off. They got the ball inside to Sabonis on the low block. 
It's exactly what we talked about on our last show. Yep. They did it right away. They did it early and often, built a great lead, 21 free throw attempts in the first half. And then it was like they came out in the second half and it was like, okay, this is a brand new game. Like we, <laughs> we haven't even played these guys yet. We're just going to, you know, throw it together. And the ball movement went away. Yep. Everything good went away. And defensively, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like they were terrible, you know. They they weren't just allowing the Mavericks to get to the, the basket at will, but they, they weren't contesting any threes, and the Knicks couldn't miss. And offensive rebounds again killed them. Yeah, it was really unfortunate. I know during the game today they were talking about a moment uh, Julius Randle playing with Kobe Bryant when they were on the road, and Kobe stopped Julius one time, and he's like, hey, man, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going out with my friends. He's like, no, you're not. We're going to a gym to get some shots up. And I guess that's a routine now for him. So all I want to know is who left the gym open in Sacramento because this dude was shooting lights out in the game. Uh, well, we, no, it was who left the gym open in Phoenix or in <laughs> L.A. that let him get to this point in Sacramento. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of hate here for uh, Coach Gentry in the chat. I, I mean, I, I'm so mixed on this subject because I feel like, yes, a better coach could do better and it would reflect in these wins. But, I mean, it's not really his fault at this point, right? Like, he was put in such a bad position. And we'll talk about that here a little bit later. But, you know, De'Aaron Fox was coming off of a career-high 44 points, tied a career-high in the last game. I think 24 points tonight for him. The Kings just finished up a five-game road trip. They went 2-3. and three. They had some home cooking. They started out really hot in this game, 12-2 and two start. I saw a bunch of different runs. The Kings were up by, like, 21 at one point in this game. And uh, like I texted you, when they were up 21, I was saying to myself, no way. Is this happening again? Is it happening again? I don't know why. I just had that feeling. If you guys want to blame me for jinxing them, that's totally cool. I'll take all the responsibility. But it's just unfortunate, man. It, it really is. It's more they, than unfortunate. I, I don't know how many times it's happened in NBA history that a team blows three consecutive 17-point or more leads Yeah, and at, at halftime. I, I just – how many times has that ever happened? I mean, you look at at halftime, you got Julius Randle with three fouls, Mitchell Robinson with three fouls. He ends up not even returning the game, said he was out with an illness for the second half, which hopefully this doesn't have any COVID-type impact on the Kings. The Kings are up 63-48 at halftime. And, you know, Sabonis already had a double-double. Fox was on triple-double watch. Yep. And then the Knicks just blow it open in the third, I think, 44 to 24 they outscored the kings in the third quarter and then they score another 39 points in the fourth quarter it, it, it's crazy like you, you give up 83 points in a half 83 points it doesn't matter how much you're up if you're up 40 and you give up 83 yeah. and a half like no lead is safe at all no no lead is safe at all i, I just julius randall's a great player he had a great game um but they had they had the Knicks right where they wanted them. Everybody was in foul trouble in that first half. And again, you stop going inside early on in that second half. They had an opportunity to get another one, maybe two fouls on Julius Randle. And then, you know, maybe he comes back and still has a big fourth quarter, but he's not putting up a career high at that point. Or yeah. sorry, career high in three point field goal attempts made. Yeah, shout out to Brian here. Thank you, Brian, for yes, some more you, Brian. beer money as much needed. Yeah, Peja's going to need all he can get tonight. 
Yeah, Peja needs an IV, uh, he, one of those things in Vegas. He, he needs a lot of different things. What's up, Fred? Good to see you here. Well, Calvin, I'm ready to look at it. Let's let's take a look here at it, uh, the Julius Irving-sponsored box score tonight. <laughs> and the only reason we're laughing is because this really does hurt inside, and that's the only way I can, well, and, you know, it's I can deal with it. It's comical at some point, right? Like, Let me get this lined up for you, Vinny. There we go. Felipe misses Terrence Davis. So do I, Felipe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I miss everybody I miss that's <laughs> not playing right <laughs> yeah, now. Right? Like, never thought I'd sit, hear those words, but it's true. Um, so, yeah, De'Aaron Fox, another 40-minute game, 24 points, six rebounds, seven assists, one steal. He, he had a good game overall. That first half, he was incredible, though. Like, yeah. I, I, I sent out a tweet at halftime saying, this is the – De'Aaron Fox that the Kings need 44 points is great but the team is so much better when he's the one initiating the offense and get looking to get other guys involved Sabonis is going to do that no matter what yeah but if De'Aaron Fox is doing that as well the Kings are a different team uh, clearly you know from first half to second half of this game Harrison Barnes another uh, very solid game from him all these guys you know much better first halves obviously than second half but 23 points on 7 of 11 shooting three rebounds. Sabonis gets ejected there at the end of the game, but finishes with 19 points, 13 rebounds, five That's assists. That's the nicest ejection I've ever seen. He's just like, oh, and then he just walks away and just out. Yep. Yeah, I, I would have been pretty pissed if I was him as well, but, <laughs> man. And more then, referee uh, bad calls, man, just more of them that we've seen. And we're not blaming any of these losses on it, but we see, we so see Gentry uh, pick again, up a technical. Here, here's the thing. Everybody's going to say that was a bad call, yep. but – uh, that's what officials are looking for. He, in real time, when you see someone put their hand on somebody's back as they're driving to the basket and then they fall to the ground, you can say it wasn't a foul, it wasn't enough contact, all that stuff. In real time, that's what these guys are looking for. So that they're going to call that uh, every time. No, I agree with you. My problem is, is that it's not the same on both ends. We saw Sabonis get beat up in this game again. And barely get but any again, calls. My counter to that is going to be the King shot 21 free throws in the first half and the Knicks shot nine. Yep. So you knew there was going to be a, a, some evening out to that. Like, it, that's that's just, unfortunately, that's the way it goes. I mean, it's like balls and strikes in baseball, right? Mm -hmm. They don't have a robot calling them. It, it's it's a human being calling them. So it, it's going to even out like that eventually. They, they didn't lose this game on any foul call. I don't want to. Don't please don't give this team that excuse. No, no, I'm not please giving that. Not and give we saw them release the two minute report from the last game and they took back another call and yeah. said the Kings should have won this game, too. Yeah. Again, I wish they wouldn't do those or make those public, yeah. but whatever. It's just frustrating. So, yeah. Anyway, that's the box score. 13 points for DiVincenzo and 10 for Mitchell off the bench. Dude. Downtown Dante was in the building. He made an appearance. He was three he for three appearance. from three-point range at one yep. point. And, yep. and, like, every shot was right there. Even his misses. No air balls tonight. They were all very yeah. close. Three of six overall from three. I think that's the second straight game he, he went three of six, actually, from three. But And just the rebounding for him is, like, so incredible, man. It, it really is. Like, to think that this guy had a major ankle injury – and he's coming back from that, and he's still got his hops and's going after all these balls and getting these rebounds. Yeah. It's it's big, it's big. Well, are you naming Julius as the king of the game? I mean, how could you not? I think you'd be, you'd just be lying to yourself if you didn't 
have Julius Randle as the, the king of this game. R.J. Barrett had an incredible game, too. He did have a very good game. He's him. had a really solid season. He's, he's definitely improved. We saw Cam Reddish uh, head to the locker room with that shoulder injury that did not yeah, look good Yeah, that was at not all. a good fall. But, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It is. It's crazy. I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm stunned just looking at these stats again. Like, this is another game that the Kings just – they didn't deserve to win. Like, straight up, they did not deserve to win this game at all. And that's an understatement because when, when you lose by 16 points, uh, you know, at the end you're looking at it, you're like, oh, they weren't in this game. But they were in this game. They were in control were of this, this game, game for a long but time. They, they've got to be so just mentally broken at this point, right? Like, I mean, as soon as the Knicks, you know, got back within single digits, you, you could just see it uh, on everybody's faces. Yeah. The same thing that you're saying. Oh, no, here we go again. Yep. A and the, from there, just the effort, everything, they're a step slower on all the rotations, uh, you know, cutting off guys to the basket offensively they just they look like they're they look like they don't know how to play basketball it's <laughs> like the avalanche like, effect right yeah. where it's like oh great here it's coming again and then you get the yeah. nerves up and then you don't make shots and it just kind of compiles compiles they don't have a buddy heel to shoot them back in the game right calvin <laughs> no <laughs> or continue to shoot them out of it that's right? sarcasm sarcasm guys that is sarcasm <laughs> so the thing that really trips me out, Calvin, is I'm looking here at team stats. The Knicks shot 42.9. I'm going to call that 43% from three-point range in this game. They were 4 of 19 in the, in first, the first half. half. 4 yeah. of 19. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, some of that is, you know, the, the Kings just got – or the Knicks just got hot, right? But it's also not rotating – it's also you look Sabonis is a great player, but if he gets a matchup where he has to guard someone on the perimeter, that's a big, uh, you know, red alert going off for me. He just can't. He he's he'll try. He'll give a good effort, but he's not. Uh, his foot speed isn't good enough. His lateral quickness isn't good enough. Mm -hmm. And so that's why Julius Randle had all those open looks because he's given him space knowing that if he gets up into yep. his grill, he's just going to go right by him. So it, it's a combination of both of those things, right? It's like at some point when a guy hits six or seven threes in a row, you got to make him put the ball on the floor. But at the same time, Sabonis is not the guy to get up in, yeah. in his grill and do that. So it, it's just it, it's a combination of, of everything. Again, it's coaching. Um, you know, we talked about on the last show, Damian Jones and Sabonis playing together, right? Mm -hmm. We saw them play together for a good, uh, a good amount of time today. And this is exactly why I said I didn't want to do it because you, you take Sabonis and you put him away from the basket when they're on the court together. He, they, he's got to be down low. Yeah. He absolutely has to be catching the ball in the low post. It's okay to flash him to the high post every once in a while, but he, he's he got to be an interior force for this team. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, that's basically what we've been talking about with Deer and Fox, right? Like, if he could make this three-point shot consistently, he could destroy teams by just make a couple threes, then they guard up on him like Sabonis should have, and then – he could just blow past people and make it right to the rack. And we saw that tonight. Like you were saying, the first half of this game, this dude looked unstoppable. 
like some of these layups that he's making, the the difficulty factor is incredible. I know a lot of people consider Kyrie Irving like the layup king, but I'm looking at De'Aaron Fox during some of these layups, and I'm like, wow, how is he making yeah. that? How is he in, in some of the passes? Did you see that that little pass with English oh, yeah. right down the middle? Beautiful pass in the first part, and and uh, I think he had a wraparound pass too, uh, right behind the basket that was wonderful as well. But yeah, they stopped doing that all in the second half. And uh, let's let's jump here into your keys to the game, because I, I'm feeling like in the future here we need to have keys for the first and the second half. Because <laughs> we might have to start doing that. We might have to. Well, key number one seems like a pretty obvious one now. What are you gonna do with Julius Randle? <laughs> but seriously, that my question was, who would get the matchup first of all? Because I didn't like Sabonis on him. Trey Lyles. I don't really like Trey Lyles on him either, but Harrison Barnes, as versatile of a defender as he is, he's too small to stick with him. He can't yep. body him up in the post. I mean, Julius Randle is just a matchup nightmare for this team, and you clearly saw that in the second half. The Kings' best defense against him was getting him into foul trouble early, and then they stopped going inside and trying to get free throws. So number two was rebound. You look at the rebounds, Knicks out-rebounded Sacramento by seven, but it was really the offensive boards that hurt them. Nine for the Knicks, just four for Sacramento. And then number three was cut off the initial drive, which even if they did that, it didn't matter today because the Knicks were, as Mark uh, Jones likes to say, hotter than fish grease <laughs> in that second half. Well, talking about the free throws here, you know, Deer and Fox did have eight free throw attempts in this game. He only made three of those, which was unfortunate. But I was surprised. Yeah. I, I was looking here at the stats today. Deer and Fox is actually shooting career numbers this year from free throw, which yeah. is which is crazy because we've yeah, seen him he miss. Is, he's definitely improved. We've seen him miss a, lot, still of, a not, lot of them. He's still not where, you know, all of us Kings fans would like him to be. But he's he's getting close this year. Yeah. He was he's been much better. What do you mean, B. Walson? Even Barry could make 30% of the threes. I don't know oh, if, damn. That's, Shots fired. if that's a good or a Shots bad thing. Shots fired, man. <laughs> B. Walson, you should come play with us sometimes. Barry's, Barry's got a shot. <laughs> uh, I got to heal up from football this weekend first. <laughs> I can't even move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, Mike. I shoot lights out from three. You should have known that. Remember, you were my uh, – what was he – I'm trying to remember what grade this was in, but he was like my TA in my PE class. Yeah. And uh, I think it was 10th grade. And Mike had a beard already, you know, and he's just like, <laughs> I'm like, I look like I'm 12 and you're like a grown man and you're my TA. Remember when Mike wore cornrows to one of the games? Yeah. Came came out in the starting lineup for a legend. Shout out Mike Monticello for that. That, that was, was great. badass. I actually might do cornrows pretty soon here for one of these games. There you go. I think I might start doing it for football because my hair just gets all over the place. I can't keep it under control. So I, I might be out there with my gold chain and my my cornrows. No sticky gloves though. No sticky gloves. No, I don't okay. play. I don't play that that game. But yeah, sorry guys. Back to the game here. <laughs> I'd love to see Deer and Fox shoot the ball a little bit better from three-point range and also from the free throw line, but I got to give him credit. He's improving every year. That's good. Uh, but none of those free throws are, are going to make an impact on this game at all. Like the, the well, Kings just, yeah, not, they, they needed <laughs> they, a lot They would have made, made an impact in a close game for sure. But, but yeah, like I, I, 
I want to still give De'Aaron Fox a lot of credit because he has played he's played like an all-star since the Sabonis trade, really. I mean, it hasn't been – sure, there's stuff that he could do better, but to have your your franchise guy or, you know, your second in line, whatever, I don't know if some people view Sabonis as a better player than De'Aaron Fox. I don't, personally. Yeah. Sabonis has better accolades. He's an all-star. Uh, but he plays a different position. De'Aaron Fox is a much more talented basketball player than than DeMontis Sabonis. But he's played amazing. I mean, he's shooting over 55% from the field, like 26 points per game. Um, the, the dude has been really, really, really good as of late. So uh, y- you have to give him credit where credit's due. The problem is that the team is broken. Yeah, and I, I actually want to do a little Fox Sabonis check-in here in the next part of the show where we're going to break down the last 11 games because it has been 11 games so far, and the Kings are 4-7 and seven in those games. B. Walston, I, I think that Monty said this was a trade to try and win now and build for the future, uh, so hopefully he was trying to hit both of those. Uh, I don't think you can say the Kings are worse now than they were before because it's – it's uh it's about the same at this point right four and seven uh i don't know exactly where they were when they made the trade but i want to say 15 games under 500 which is uh not good at all so i mean we're we're still in the same place but we don't have to watch buddy chuck it's yeah sass i i just want to clarify sabonis puts up great numbers i agree with you i mean he he is a very very good player but when i say somebody is a better basketball player they're they're skills they're they're more talented all guards any pick any guard in this league he's a more talented basketball player than DeMontis Simonis is uh, it's it's just not fair like right I mean if yeah. you're 610 you can't do some of the things that all these other <laughs> these smaller guys can do yeah size is not a talent <clears throat> size is not a talent but it definitely helps in basketball and when you don't have size you have to the, have more talent yeah, to make up for, for that. me it's I'm not I'm not looking at statistics it's not where you rank in rebounding it's not where you rank in anything it's just strictly what can you do on the basketball court De'Aaron Fox is more talented than DeMontis Sabonis will ever be at basketball yeah key Kings I I feel you here once we started off the game hot I knew right away what the outcome of this game was going to be and I feel you I I was right there with you but at the same time I'm like maybe they could win this game they gave me a little bit of hope and then they ripped my heart out again they ripped my heart out and that's that's just unfortunate but it it happens so we got to see Damian Jones play 18 minutes off the bench as you mentioned uh Davion Mitchell 30 minutes 27 for uh DiVincenzo more skilled and better we got to see Josh Jackson for four minutes. It was a quick four minutes. I saw him make a shot. I saw him pick up a foul. I saw him turn over the ball uh, uh, and have an assist all in that quick little time span. Any, any thoughts on, on Josh Jackson? Because we haven't really seen him much. I think maybe one or two minutes. I know it's only four minutes tonight, but yeah. still, like, we haven't seen him really at all. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I, I mean, I don't feel like I can really give uh, give any – insight into Josh Jackson because the dude just hasn't played. Like, I, I don't know how you could expect him um, to be – I don't know what you can expect from him if he's only going to play four minutes a game. Like, I, what are you going to do in that amount of time? Yeah. 
yeah, be Walston fans will be regretting this trade for years. I mean, maybe we will, but there's, I mean, Okay. If if you want to regret everything that happens, you're going to be regretting not getting Doncic forever. You're going to be regretting every other guy that you pass on, every trade you did or you didn't do. You just got to move on, man. That That's their decision. That's what they did, and you got to root for the best and see what happens. Rashawn Holmes didn't play again tonight. He did we not. saw him return in the last game. He was listed out in this game about an hour before tip-off with personal reasons. We saw him in street clothes on the bench cheering people on. I saw him give give one of these guys when Fox yeah. made a layup and one. Any any thoughts on this? You, you can mark it down. Rashawn Holmes is not going to be on this team next year. I mean, we already knew that. Did we? But do you think he's going to play through the rest of this season? We have 15 games left. I, I don't see why you would expect him. I don't see why you would expect him to play anymore at this point. Like, at when he does play, he doesn't play very many minutes. He's yeah. not a starter anymore. Um, it, it just seems like, you know, I forget that he's on this team sometimes. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. I mean, if I'm a GM and I'm looking at it, why play him and hurt his trade value, right? Like, there's nothing Rashawn Holmes is going to do the rest of the season that's going to improve his trade value, in my opinion. I think that it only hurt him. Hopefully he doesn't get poked in the eye again because that's yeah. always a potential. He's averaging like what one of those a game or something like that. But um, yeah, it's really disappointing. Maybe they had a conversation. Monty was like, "Hey, Rashawn, you already see the writing on the wall. We made we paid you just like I said I was gonna do. Uh, just play with us for the rest of the season, and then we'll facilitate some kind of deal and get you to a better location. Maybe I don't know." Holmes is a joke this year. Yeah, I mean, it it sucks, man. Rashawn Holmes is not a bad player. He's not a bad guy. He just is in a bad situation right now. No, I definitely feel for Rashawn. I, I like him as a, as a person, as a player, all of that. Um, but he's a very – he's just incredibly dependent on the system and the team around him, right? Like, yeah. He, he's got to be – out there with the right group of players in order for him to really be effective. Mm-hmm. So. He needs a pass first point guard. Trey well, I mean, if he played with De'Aaron Fox like this in the first half of the season, yeah, he'd probably look pretty sweet. Like, I, I mean, they'd be throwing oops to him all, all day, you know. But the problem is, he he doesn't get to play with the starters anymore. Yeah. I mean, he's he's had his time, and he, he has played well. You're right. He ha- he has played well with these starters. So same starting five again tonight, which I know you've been preaching consistency. We see it again. Only 17 minutes for Trey Lyles, which was a little surprising to me. Um, I felt like some of these guys came in early because of the, the lead that the Kings had. And then they were just kind of struggling towards the second half of this game. Is there a reason you think Trey Lyles didn't get more run? I mean, two for three. He made two threes in this game, four rebounds. Like, you, you had a decent game. Yeah, it, it was okay overall. Um, I mean, again, I, I think that they were kind of grasping at straws there defensively towards the end. That's really what cut his his minutes off. Because, I mean, he, he can't stay with – Julius Randle on the perimeter or in the post. So then they 
were trying to put Sabonis on him. That didn't work. They went to that smaller lineup where they had Barnes at the power forward, tried him on Randall a couple of possessions. That didn't work. Yep. So I feel like that was probably the the key right there is that he just – in that second half, once the Knicks got going, defensively, Trey Lyles was, was kind of the odd man out there at the end. And that the power forward position has been, you know, the – probably the shortest leash in terms of minutes on this team all season long anyway. Yeah. And a, a huge hole in this roster that needs to be filled this upcoming off season. We will see how that happens. Only 11 turnovers tonight for Sacramento. I, I thought that was a good sign or sorry, 12 turnovers tonight. I thought that was a pretty good sign for them. Uh, but it doesn't matter when you can't defend the three and you're not rotating on defense and you get it out rebounded and Kings lose by 16. I mean, I'm trying to look for positives here, Calvin. I don't really see that many. Bless your heart if you can find a positive after blowing your third straight 17-plus point lead. It's it's really rare that you see two largest leads over 20, right? The Kings oh, yeah. led by 20 yeah. and the Knicks led by 23. That right there just shows me that it's a tale of two halves. If you guys didn't watch this game, you guys are lucky because I suffered through the entire game. And if you didn't see the beginning of the show, make sure you guys fast forward back because we have a little treat for you at the the very beginning there. Sass, I don't understand Gentry doing all the tinkering but keeping home or holiday near 30 minutes while he's shooting under 30%. Yeah. I, you still I liking I holiday? I can't really argue with that. I mean – well, my my whole thing is, who do who do you expect to play to shoot better over him? Yeah, because if you don't start him, it's one of two people: Dante Divincenzo and Damian or Davion. Davion Mitchell. Mitchell, yep. And yeah, I mean, Divincenzo's had better games recently, but we've seen him have just as bad shooting performances as Justin Holiday. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Holiday still gives you the length and the the um, you know good perimeter defense. He's just on Some, an unfortunate shooting slump right now. Yeah, he's on, he's on a very unfortunate shooting slump. But I, for one, would like to see some changes made. And the reason I say that is just because I I don't feel like Holiday is the future at the two. I just don't. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's moved at the off season. I wouldn't be surprised if he was on the team next year, but I, I don't think he's going to be on the team much longer than that. Uh, I bought the whole he's starting because him and Sabonis have chemistry, but it's been 11 games now. The Kings are falling further out of the spot. Start somebody else. Put Davion Mitchell in there. Put Dante DiVincenzo. At least one of those guys has, in my opinion, a brighter future or more – chance of being on this Kings team in the future being a shard, a starting shooting guard so if you want to preach consistency in the starting lineup what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co Mike Rowe here with a radical idea if you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. 
everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Like, get one of them in there now. Yeah. That... And I want to see what they have for the rest of the season, especially DiVincenzo, because I got to pay him. That's true. I mean, I, I still think you're getting to see a lot of DiVincenzo. Like, yeah. the guy's playing in the closing lineup. Uh, what, how many minutes do you have tonight? 27? I mean, that's yeah, only one minute less than Holiday. So he, he's basically playing starters minutes already. Yeah. I just think that there's a big confidence booster when you're a starter. I just think it's a different feel when you're a starter. We saw the drama with Carmelo, right? It really depends, man. It's all about the player. I mean, I I don't like to use myself as as a comparison because I'm not an NBA player, but I did play for a while, and I I went through the same thing. I was a starter, and then I got moved to the bench. And it's all about how you focus your your attitude towards it. I had some of my best games of my entire career coming off the bench. So I I, I get what you're saying that – there, you know, when you get moved into the starting lineup, it is like a, a vote of confidence from your coach or whatever. But by by the time you make it to the pros, if you're playing in the f- late in the fourth quarter, it shouldn't matter to you at that point whether you're a starter or not. You should have the confidence you need from your coach. Yeah, we've seen players say that. Fred, you like that? We were doing our best Marvin Bagley impression <laughs> to start off. <laughs> Ooh, the, that was good. Channel. That was a good one right there. <laughs> All right, I'm done talking about this game, Calvin. I feel like I'm going to cry here. Um, but we got a ton more to talk about. So I think we're going to take a quick Man, break here. Unless did anybody watch else. any of those games yesterday? I missed the, yesterday. The Sunday games were they were incredible. Yeah. It was such a good slate of games. That Knicks-Nets or uh, Knicks-Celtics-Nets Oh, Nets I game did catch that one. It was amazing. And Tatum. I mean, I would much rather do a whole show about just those games because they were all incredible. <laughs> that Nuggets game went to overtime. Did you, anybody see Jokic's stat line last night? No, I missed that. Triple-double? I'm, I'm going to find it for you because it was incredible. Yeah, a 40-point triple-double, and he shot like fifty <laughs> over 50% from the field. It was crazy. That's crazy. Well, Fred, thank you so much. We appreciate the super chat. And to anybody else out there, if you'd like to buy us a beer, make us feel a little bit better, hit us up down below in the super yes, chat. Thank you, Fred. Well, if you need a break, to, uh, if you need a break, here is your chance. We're going to take a quick one here, and when we come back, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into your Sacramento Kings with Around the Crown. Welcome back. This is Around the Crown. We're talking all things Sacramento Kings and beyond. Join the royal family by hitting that subscribe button down below. It is free. And while you're down there, make sure you smash up that like button. All right, Calvin, let's hear this uh, stat line. Listen to this. 46 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, 3 steals, 4 blocks, 16 of 22 from the field, 11 of 12 at the free throw line. Wow. That's Jokic. Killing it. Brandon Ingram also had 38 in that game for New Orleans. Crazy game. Jokic also had a triple-double tonight as the uh, Nuggets beat the Warriors, by the way. I also heard a stat line about um, Sabonis. Apparently Sabonis is the only person in the league averaging – 
they get on these crazy things I know, here. I know. 12 points, 12 rebounds, five assists, oh, and shooting 57% from the field. Yeah, from yeah, the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know how they come up with these numbers, but it really is crazy. <clears throat> All right, Calvin, first subject I want to talk about is Julius Randle. <laughs> Amazing game for him. I know early on in the season and, and up actually up until about a month ago, people were talking about maybe a deer and fox for Julius Randle swap. We've seen the Knicks go through a ton of turmoil this season. Derrick Rose is out with injury. They are paying Kemba Walker not to show up. We yeah. heard uh, rumblings about maybe Julius Randle and them worried about him. You and I had talked about fit, right, and what kind of guys we could bring in to fit this team. One of the main reasons we didn't want to do a swap for Julius Randle or bring in Julius Randle to play with De'Aaron Fox is we felt like they're, they're two different playing styles, right? Fox likes to push the ball, run fast. Julius Randle likes to slow the game down a little bit. I was thinking about this a little bit today, and I'm like, you know, the Kings team does great when they run fast and they pl play full-court basketball. But when they get slowed down and they get put into a half-court offense, like in the second half of this game, they really struggle. Could it benefit them to have their second or third best player being a half-court guy like Julius Randle? Well, the Kings actually played really well in the half-court in the first half of this game. And when you have a guy like Sabonis, you should be a good half-court team because if your two best players are your point guard and you have the second-best passing big man in the NBA, that's a really good recipe for a good half-court offense. Um, I think – that Julius Randle and De'Aaron Fox would work really well together too. They would be equally as good in the two-man pick-and-roll game. Um, Julius Randle gives you more outside shooting than Sabonis does. Sabonis gives you more passing than Julius Randle does. But I, I, just between the two of them, like trying to stop that pick-and-roll with how many options you could go off of it, you're worried about Fox getting to the basket. You're worried about Julius Randle rolling. Then all of a sudden he pops out of the screen for a wide open three. Like that, that could be pretty devastating. But I mean, it's all hindsight at this point. Like, I, well, we know it takes three guys, right? Most oh, yeah, teams. yeah. It, no, I'm just it, talking about the two of them oh, together. Okay. It, it takes three guys. We've seen this over and over now. It seems to be the new recipe of success is it takes three guys to make this happen. The Kings could potentially have a good draft pick here. They have Rashawn Holmes. They have some other guys. In my mind, I'm thinking, wow, the Knicks traded for Cam Reddish. They're trying to get the band back together. Maybe they'll want to bring in Zion. He's not happy with the Pelicans. Maybe he moves to New Orleans. Maybe the – or, sorry, he, he moves to New York. Maybe the Knicks try and move Julius Randle for some picks and some young talent to try and persuade the Pelicans into trading him. Should the Kings make a run at Julius Randle? What What are you willing to give up for him? Ooh, because uh, I think question. I think Fox, I, Randall, and Sabonis could have a lot of success together. I, I think the better question is, what does it take to get him? Not what you're willing to give up, right? Like, yeah. I mean, at this point, I certainly wouldn't be trading De'Aaron Fox for him because then you're left with no, no point guards and you got two really good big men inside. I, that's that's not. I'd, I wouldn't make that move for sure. But, um, you know, if I could get away with somebody like or a package like Harrison Barnes and another player and maybe a pick, that's something I would think about. I don't know Davion whether Mitchell? I would do it or not. But 
I would I would definitely think about it. Yeah. I think like Davion Mitchell, Rashawn Holmes in this year's first round pick would do it. I would probably give up that give up that for Randall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the King the Kings really do <laughs> Ryan, yes, the Kings were up twenty. And uh I, I saw it all happening. And then again, Kings lose again. As Sass said, bad coaching. Bad coaching, you know, missing shots, just not enough time to gel. There's multiple issues with this team. It just they keep compiling. They really do. So on that subject, Calvin, I want to do a, a little check-in. This is the Fox and Sabonis check-in. 11 games so far now. They're 4-7. and seven. All these stats that I'm going to repeat, I pulled from before the game. So it's nothing to do with tonight's game. Sabonis is averaging 17, 12, and 6 since joining Sacramento, but he's shooting a career low in three-point percentage at 20%. He's only averaging one a game. He's averaging 2.6 free throw attempts per game, which is half of what he's averaged in Indiana. Yep. On the other side, De'Aaron Fox is playing incredible. Over the last 10 games, he's averaging 28.2 points per game, six assists per game. He's shooting 51% from the field and 32% from three-point range, which uh, according to some people in the chat is 2% better than I would shoot. Uh, But like I said, (laughs) the Kings are four and seven in this time span. Do you feel the same way about this Fox and Sabonis tandem? Are there any things that have changed for you or any things that you've learned over the last 10, 11 games? What are you looking for through the rest of the season? And, and what can Kings fans look forward to next season? It's, it's, not, it's not about those two for me. The, those two guys are, are playing really, really well. I mean, Fox is playing phenomenally right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, over those, the, whatever it is, 10 games or those stats that you just mentioned, he he can't – it's hard for him to play better than that. It really it's is. Probably the best 10 games of his yeah. career. Yeah. Um, and Sabonis has been really good too. The, the problem is that this team is one of the worst in the NBA defensively still. Um, they – Ryan, we are tanking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're tanking by default at this point. They really are. And – so yeah, they they can't stop anyone and they rely very heavily on the outside shot and they have a bunch of really streaky shooters right now. Yeah. And, and they're also just mentally distraught. <laughs> like how could you not be after 3 games like that? It's It's not even those 3 games. It this has been an emotional well, the draining whole, the season. The whole season, yes, but yeah. most of these guys haven't been with this team for the whole season at this point, right? Like yeah. there, there's a, a whole new list of half, players on about this team. Half, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and those guys, some of them came from teams that were losing. Actually, I guess all of them came from teams that were <laughs> losing as well. So they've experienced it in their own right, except for Divincenzo. Except for Divincenzo, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you. Everybody else. <laughs> but he, even he wasn't playing a rough season <laughs> this season. He's yeah. been sitting on the bench the whole time. So yeah, his team was winning, but he wasn't playing. I mean, he torched time. the Kings like a month before the Kings got him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, I mean, so my point is that I, I don't think anybody needs to worry right now about De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis. The the two of them play well together. Um, they, they're a, a good match, I think. 
Simonis adds so much stuff to this team that they didn't have before. But yeah, I, I mean, they obviously they need to get a new coach in. And my my only concern is that I don't know how to make this team play defense. I don't know you could take the the best coach in the world or, you know, the the one coach who you you feel like this is the best defensive coach I've ever seen. They still have to want to do it. Like uh, until I see that from them for a con- a whole game and then a, a whole consecutive two games and then three and then four, they're not going to be any better. Yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they need to add more I mean, talent to the c- roster. Certainly adding more talent helps. Yeah. Using Sabonis the right way helps, like continuing to get him the ball on the low block when he is killing people inside yep. in the first quarter. And their helps. bigs are in foul trouble. But if you give yeah. up more points than you score, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. Kings need to figure out the mess that is this roster right now. Figure out how to make all these pieces fit. They need to add more talent. They need to leverage their trade pick or their uh, their draft pick in a trade, and they just simply need to get better. Like you know, we talk about three. It takes three. It, it yeah. really takes a lot more than three, but you need three core guys to build around. And the Kings have two right now. They gave up eighty three points in the second half. Yeah, it's ridiculous, I mean, that, man. That was a high scoring game in the seventies. It is ridiculous. <laughs> it is. I agree with Ivan here. We are cursed because Vivek let the sixth man monument rust at Arco Arena. That's very true. I saw a tweet. They're going to find a new place for that downtown. Maybe they'll polish it up and, uh, you know, the Kings will get right. But they're they're not going to get rid of it. I really hope so. I really do. And speaking of which, Vinny, can you show my screen here? I want to know how many of you guys are going to the farewell tour at Arco Arena it's not showing up the best on the screen. There we go. It is Saturday, March 19th. If you guys haven't got tickets yet, you need to get them soon. They are free, but you got to do it while you can. I got our tickets today, by the way, so we're all set. Calvin and I are going to be going to the Boston Celtics-Sacramento Kings game on Friday, March 18th. As we've been telling you guys, we would love to see you all grab a beer just have an overall good time. And then on Saturday, we will be at the farewell to Arco um, at 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. If you're a season ticket holder, you can go at noon. But unfortunately, we are not season ticket holders, so we get in at 2 o'clock. Not yet. Not yet. But we're excited. We'd love to go. I, I'm going to have a great time. And as I mentioned before, my mom actually designed the parking lot here. So uh, that's pretty cool. I have a lot of, a lot of memories at Arco. Oh, yeah, I think all of us, well, anybody over the age of uh, 15 (laughs) has a lot of (laughs) memories about Arca. Yeah, Ryan, give these guys a season. They need a full season together. They do, but they got to add some talent. They really do. They really do. All right, we're also checking here on this uh, Kings NFT Unfortunately, I did not get it. I don't know if many of you guys have been listening to the things that I've been talking about, but they're auctioning off an all-star game NFT pass for each team in the NBA. They're all one and one 
They allow you five years of access to NBA All-Stars, tickets to all of the All-Star festivities, tours of the arenas, uh, the ability to play on the court, uh, meet the executives, all this cool stuff. The Kings auction ended on Sunday. Top bid, $41,000. Crazy, crazy. Which is tied for the lowest so far with the Charlotte Hornets. As you would expect. And the Phoenix Suns. The Lakers only went for like 50, I think 51,000. So, unfortunately, I missed out on that. But if you guys, if one of you guys won that bid, hit me up because I would love to go with you guys to All-Star Game. I've never been before. I've never been. All right, Calvin, last piece of news here. Chelsea, the soccer team. Chelsea FC. Why is it in the news? I actually don't know what you're about to say. Well, I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing, but I read an article today that Vivek is putting an offer to purchase it. Well, <laughs> sorry, Chelsea FC. <laughs> he said he wants to be the first ever uh, owner from Indian descent to own a, a major league soccer team. So, I mean, he's putting together a pretty serious bid. Hey. I guess the current owner is a Russian billionaire. Uh, not everyone's favorite person right now. So uh -huh, I don't know if, uh -huh. if he is uh, liquidating the team for assets or he's just ready to move on. Yeah. But pretty crazy oh, yeah, to have, hear that. I totally forgot to mention LeBron James' 56 points yesterday yes. when we were talking. I saw LeBron in the chat here. Man, the dude is incredible. Oldest player in NBA history by a long shot. He actually broke was, his own record. That was two nights ago when we were uh, streaming during the Warriors game. No, that was Sunday night, wasn't it? I think it was Saturday. Well, either way, it's but very noteworthy and deserves to be talked about. The guy is, the guy is incredible. He I don't is, care how many people hate on LeBron. The dude's... I, he's ridiculous. You hate him because you ain't him. That's yeah. The truth. yeah, and I'm not like Mark Cuban. I'll burn a second-round pick to get Bronny James to bring LeBron here. You want to change the culture in the Sacramento Kings? Bring LeBron James here. Bring LeBron it, James. It would, uh, it would probably help. Yeah. And also, I don't know if any of you guys have seen the new Lakers Dynasty show. Did you get a chance to watch it yet on I HBO? Not. I have not. It is absolutely hilarious. John C. Riley is playing uh, Jerry Buss. Uh, you get to see uh, Kareem, not uh, the Kareem that we know. He tells the kid, little kid to F off. Uh, and then you also get to see the dark side of, of uh, what's his name, Jerry West unhappy with all the losses and how they're haunting him but uh, i'm disappointed that there was only one episode because i think i've got addicted to this like binge watching so i like don't pick a show <laughs> unless there's like two or three seasons you know so yeah. i can just go through it but the first episode i think came out on friday check it out guys it is it's awesome it's on hbo but you guys should definitely definitely check it out braun is my favorite player kings is my favorite team I'm the same, man. I, I agree 100% with you. LeBron has been my favorite player for a really long time, and he played his first game in Sacramento against the Kings. He sure did. He lit him up. First, just like he lights up everybody. <laughs> first NBA game. I think he had like 25-7-5 and five or something in that game. Something ridiculous, yeah. dude. Ridiculous. Yeah. All right, guys. It's break time again, but when we come back, we're going to take a look at the Kings' next week of basketball with Kings Crusade. So don't go anywhere.
Welcome to Royal Rebounds, a Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans by fans. The Kings continue their crusade, uh, I guess, to tank at this point, Calvin. Next up is the Denver Nuggets. If you're a Kings fan, make sure you hit that like button down below and please consider subscribing to the channel. Braun is going to be 38 next year. Yeah, and the dude I just had care. 56 and 10. I don't <laughs> care how old LeBron is. If he's playing basketball, I want him on my team. Tom Brady's going to be, what, 43 four next year? Oh, yeah, 44. Wow. I bet you there's a lot of teams that will still sign him. I'll take Tom Brady on the Kings at this point. Yep. <laughs> All right, so next up is the Denver Nuggets. The Kings are 0-3 this season against Denver. And as you mentioned, you want to throw that stat line out there again of uh, Jokic had an incredible game. Was How it yesterday? How did I know you were going to ask me? Because I saved it. Was it yesterday? It was just yesterday. 138 to 130, Nuggets beat the Pelicans, the Red Hot Pelicans, in overtime. 46 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, 3 steals, 4 blocks, 16 of 22 from the field, 11 of 12 at the free throw line, 3 of 5 from 3. That's absolutely ridiculous. But, hey, beating the Pelicans is good for the Kings' chances to make the plan, and that's the last time I'm going to even sure say that word. It sure until is you, until you – yeah, that's a band word. I, we need – Vinny, can you hit the buzzer? That is a band two – or a hyphenated word. One word yeah, right? yeah, maybe just bleep it out every time I say The Kings are making the there is, there is no more talk of the plan on this show. <laughs> All right, Calvin, let's jump here into your keys of the game against Denver – and uh, are we are we rooting for a Kings win at this point? I know it's a home game. Well, we're always rooting for a Kings win, right? Like, yeah, you can't call yourself a fan if you're not rooting for a win. Uh, I mean, I I've seen people rooting for losses and call know, themselves it fans, it but it's uh, some people want a better draft pick. I'm here to tell you that the odds are stacked against you. Like they, there yeah. aren't enough games left for them to lose for them to really make a, an impact on that. So. I look at it like betting against my football team. It's a win-win because if the Kings lose, they have a better draft pick. If they win, I'm happy because they won. There you go. Barry's always such an optimist. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, okay, so keys to the game. Don't play the first half. I don't know. Nothing. Key number one is going to be Sabonis foul watch. Um, look, obviously it's going to be tough going against Jokic. The dude is – he's the best big man in the game right now. Maybe Joel Embiid is, is there with him, but Joel Embiid doesn't have 10 assists every night. So the Kings need Sabonis to stay on the court. He can't get ejected. He can't foul out. Damian Jones – has nightmares of Nikola Jokic. He does not want to see that dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think Rashawn Holmes is playing tomorrow either. So Sabonis has got to stay out of foul trouble. They need him to play late into this game and, and not have to be worried about picking up a foul or play tentative because he's in foul trouble. Number two, guard the three. Will Barton lit him up last time they played. Monty, uh, or what's his name? Monty Morris. Game-winning three at the oh, buzzer man. there. That shouldn't, not at the counted, buzzer, but that shouldn't have counted? That shouldn't have counted, yeah. Still went in, and it counted. So guard the three. And then number number three will be transition defense. The Nuggets, they're a great passing team. Like, they don't push the ball ahead with the dribble. They push it ahead with the pass. And they look to, to push it ahead 
early and often. The Kings are a horrible transition defense team. So that's definitely going to be something they need to focus on. Off of a made basket or a missed basket. I mean, yeah. I can add turnovers in there too because turnovers help you get out and run, and the Kings have turnover issues as we have already well documented, but transition D in general. What are you, what are you looking for in this Boogie Cousins return to Sacramento? Because we got robbed of this about a month ago due to some technicalities. I think this is only going to be his second game back in Sacramento. Yeah, since like 2017 or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah, just they, they better be ready. Cause he's been playing he's, he's coming really well. He's coming for, for blood, that's for sure. He really is here. Yeah, I mean, why win? You play to win the game, that's why. But, uh, you know, I. you look at the Suns. Everyone would have been pissed at them for winning eight in a row in the bubble. They were able to use that as momentum to come back the next year. Uh, like I said, I'm an optimist. I try and look at, you know, the positives of everything. If they lose, they get a better draft pick, theoretically, but maybe not. You know, there's still the draft lottery and all that stuff. The Kings are definitely not going to get worse than the Rockets or some of these other, the Pistons or, or some of these other teams. Yeah. They're, they can lose all the rest of the games. They're not going to have the worst record than one of those Key games. Kings, I didn't see the – I didn't see Sabonis bump into the official after the game, but if he is going to be suspended for a game, then there's no point in me having any keys for this game. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just uh, we'll just lose all the games now. Dennis, you love the Lion logo, awesome. We are uh, we're gonna be having a new shirt come out with the Lion logo, so make sure you check out royalrebounds.com forward slash shop. And on that topic, I want to make some big news for all of you guys, which I forgot to bring up in the last section, and that is we have officially launched the Vinny Squatch T-shirt. It is on royalrebounds.com. Make sure you guys cop it. It will be there. For a limited time. And uh, we released a pretty cool studio tour earlier today. If you have not seen that, make sure you check it out. It's kind of uh, from Vinny's perspective of how the show happens. He breaks down everything that happens here in the studio, yep. how it all works. And there is also a coupon code in the description for a discount off of your own Vinny Squatch t-shirt. So you got to yep. go there to get the code. And he really gets to showcase his talent in that studio tour yeah seriously like i mean th this show is amazing the production value to it but watch that video it's it's really really good yes and also if you watch that video i want you to comment down below in the comments how many pull-ups you can do <laughs> there you go all right so looking here at the schedule like i said nuggets then you got the jazz the bulls the bucks celtics ouch this is a rough five game stretch Calvin yep. and as we mentioned we're going to be there in Sacramento on the 18th for Kings Celtics so make sure you guys check us for that but Calvin I mean looking at these five games here I don't want to say it but into the tank we go oh and five I mean I, I, they've given you absolutely no reason to think that they could win any of these games the only even if they're up at halftime, yeah, they give so you no reason so to think that if they can I watch any of these games. one of these games and they're not up 20, I think they got a chance. <laughs> if they're Maybe. up 20, that's when I'm worried. Maybe. That's like peak fear for me. Oh, Kings are up 20 and it's early. Like <laughs> today I was watching the game and I'm just like, why is this game so long? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why can't the yeah. game be shorter? Why does it have to be 48 minutes today? 
But, you know, if, if they go on a five-game losing streak here, I mean, this will be, what, seven games now? Seven-game losing streak if they lose the next five. Then they'd fall to 24 and 40. Was that 48? No, 47. And you have 10 games left. It, it's over, guys. It really is over. Anybody that thinks the Kings are making this play, the playoffs or the play-in tournament at this point is delusional. Penny, hit and, that buzzer. You know, it's a banned word. Oh, yeah, I said it again. It's a banned word. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. If they made that word, I would be stoked. I would be so happy. I'd be one of the happiest guys. I'd probably flip this whole table over, you know, have a great time. But I'm a realist at the same time. It ain't going to happen, guys. It's ain't going to happen. I mean, they happen. can only afford to lose, like, it ain't gonna happen. three of the last – how many games left? 16, 15? 15. 15. 15. They might even – yeah, they can't lose more than three of those games. That's for sure. And yep. there's no way that's happening. Yeah. But you guys do have 15 more opportunities to tune into this post game and have Calvin and I entertain you guys and enjoy some beers and uh, hang out with the royal family. It doesn't matter how good or how bad the Kings are. We'll still be here. We'll be having fun. We'll give you a shoulder to cry on or somebody to uh, to laugh with. Yeah. At this point, we're all crying. <laughs> and laughing at the same time. I like mean, look at Peja. Yeah, Peja's passed out. He's in pieces. Yeah. He's in shambles. Where's the puke guy when you need him? Tank, 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 tank. Oh, man. Did you guys like the start of the show? Should we start it out like that every time? <laughs> if you guys haven't seen the start, make sure you rewind all the way to the very beginning. You will love it. You will absolutely love it. All right, Calvin. I got nothing else to say here. How about you? Go Sacks. Go Sacks. <laughs> oh, man. The Kings are absolute garbage. But you guys are awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in so much. You know, uh, we're all a team. We're all part of the Sass, world family. We'll get James Ham on here, and we'll have that discussion. <laughs> and we, we all want the Kings to get better. So... Yeah, we'll get we'll get some interesting guys on here in the next couple weeks. We'll have some good conversations. Uh, we're also going to be doing a couple shows from Vegas and also one from Sacramento. So make sure you guys check us out for that. But thank you all for joining us on another episode or another show post game. Uh, make sure you smash up that like button down below. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We will see you all Wednesday following the Kings Nuggets game. Hopefully it's not too brutal. But uh, you guys have a wonderful night. In the meantime, go Kings.